0: Your paradigm is about to shift at the intersection of fact and reason. You're entering Kingston country. I'm Dan Kingston, and you're listening to the Dan Kingston podcast. The Biden administration is pushing a $10,000 fine and six months in jail if you lie about your vaccination status. Meanwhile, a federal court, the Fifth Circuit, Temporarily blocks OSHA vaccine mandate, quote, because the petitions give cause to believe there are grave statutory and constitutional issues with the mandate. That's a quote from the Fifth Circuit, and they're blocking the OSHA vaccine mandate. What do you think about a $10,000 fine and six months in jail if you lie about your vaccination status, you know, those COVID Vaccine cards are pretty fake and easy to fake because they look fake. So what do you think about that? Can you actually have such a harsh penalty? Unusual, uh, cruel and unusual. If you ask me, I think it's safe to say when there's so many treatments out there and it's a disease right now that we know how to treat it's not like the hospitals are being overrun right now it's a completely different situation and you're threatening really cruel and unusual punishment in that kind of scenario we're all pretending the, the left and the liberals and the, you know the panic mongers like to pretend like we're back in the height of uh, december Uh, 2020, when it was a real spike. And I I don't think the vaccines were out at that point. They weren't. And the vaccines, of course, aren't very effective after the first couple months. They do offer you protection for a couple months. The problem is, what do you want? Endless boosters going on forever and ever. And it's like the stock market. How can you time it? How can you time it? And even if it was perfectly healthy for you, which we don't know the effects of the booster. We don't know. We know a little bit about uh, mitocarditis, you know, that heart condition. And it looks like the risk to reward calculation, it really, I mean, it, it, it's up to you, okay? Don't be like Dan Kingston told me what to, what to do. The, um, but, you know, for children, doesn't look like there's a good risk reward because you have a heart condition and children really don't get sick from covid very easily right or do they i don't think so i think the numbers show in the united states uh, overall there's uh less than uh, 700 children that have died from covid and of course you know i'm not you know i'm not trying to be heartless 700 is a lot of kids you know but compared to the number of infected you're talking about millions and millions Uh, and so the rate of Uh, death hospitalization it's very very unlikely if you're a child that you're going to have a risk from covid but when you look at the myocarditis risk from the vaccine the percentages go up and if you're talking about vaccinating every child then you're going to have more issues of myocarditis is is what that would suggest I'm not a scientist, and I'm sure you're going to argue with me on that one. Or maybe you're, you're one of the people that agree with me. Uh, I wonder, did you tell a friend or have you told somebody about this podcast? Because I do look at the numbers. We are quickly growing. This podcast is growing in size, which is really nice to see. Because when you tell a friend, it spreads like a wildfire. And all of a sudden, the community grows and Kingston country gets bigger. And it could just be that some of you are now realizing that I'm doing the podcast again. I took a bit of time off. I'm back. I'm doing it daily. And you can count on me to be there for you because somebody needs to speak up when you have cruel and unusual punishment being threatened from Joe Biden saying he's going to throw you in jail and fine you $10,000. It's not enough that you lose your job, but uh, also if you happen to lie about it and then you get caught. Can you believe, you know, you're in a restaurant in America? Consider this with your family. And you show a vaccine passport on your phone, and you're sat at the table. Next thing you know, you have some COVID police hauling you away to prison, fining you $10,000 and locking you away for six months. All because the waiter or the server, whatever you're supposed to call, I think you're supposed to call them servers, saw that in his mind, you had a fake-looking COVID passport. And it looked fake. And he reported you. You don't think it can happen? Well, I mean, why not? If you went to Berkeley and you lived in Berkeley and you see how crazy families turning against families, friends turning against friends, friends. People that really, you know, grew up together and love each other, they turn on each other. Now, it used to be just on TV that it was all hyped up. And then, you know, it was really never like that in real life. You're at the gym, you're with friends, you're with family. It used to be that you could all talk about it. It it was never like how it was on TV when it was so fierce. And we would made fun of the politicians, didn't we? We'd make fun of them. Now, real life is like that. It's like we're all mini politicians. Like everybody walks around like they're a politician. And they need to, it's like life or death. It's life or death. And that's not the way a republic can function. You have to be able to talk to your neighbor. You need to be able to extend an olive branch to the person across the table from you and sitting right next to you and your family, and your friends, and everybody has to be able to talk openly because it's not 1984. We don't have to worry, or we shouldn't have to worry about what we say, what we think, the ideas that we have. Not in a constitutional republic. Not when we're supposed to learn from each other. And, you know, damn it, if you just can't talk freely, if you can't speak your mind without getting shot down, Then what the hell is the point? How many people died to give the freedom that we have to speak our mind and to share what we think is our truth? And how many people died for the freedoms of the Constitution that all of the protections that were given that now they're trying to take away and they take it away and they never give it back? And a lot of people are okay given up the freedom, I don't know if they if they realize that it's never coming back. And maybe they're okay with that. Have you noticed during the COVID pandemic, some people really are really afraid, really afraid and still are, never leave their homes. Well, other people kind of shrug their shoulders, roll up their sleeves and got to work. And, and you really notice more about humanity and the people around you and their psychology by how they react to something like COVID, a, a pandemic, don't you? You see, some people, if they have a sense of humor, they keep their sense of humor. And other people, you, you know, do people change? And I think not so much. You really don't during something like that people stay true to who they are but you do see people get really scared some people got really scared i mean for a while i think everybody was because you didn't know what this was coming out of wuhan where the only china's only level 4 bio lab just happens to be located in the, in wuhan where the outbreak started so you don't know it looks like it's a man-made Oh, sorry, human-made creation. And nobody knew what that would mean, what kind of effects it would have. And people were just dropping dead in China. It looked horrifying. Of course, back then, you had the far left saying, and just liberal media in general, saying that this was just the flu and not to worry about it. Meanwhile, people were dropping dead in China. And remember, they said, oh, don't wear a mask. They said masks are pointless. They're not effective. And then they say they are effective. They, they work great. You know, you had, oh, it, it can't spread over the air. Don't worry. Trust. We trust China when they tell us it can't spread over the air. And then, uh, oh, oh, it spreads. It spreads over the air only in big droplets, though. Oh, actually, never mind. Oh, tiny, tiny aerosols, you know, they'll change the story. Not based on science, but based on whatever narrative is thrown at them by whoever the overlords are at the top, the globalist elites that run the whole story, that run the whole shebang. And they decide whether it's effective to wear masks or whether it's not effective to wear masks. Oh, you thought the science. No. Would you ever consider lying about your vaccine status have you do you know someone who has do you think that this might change their calculation maybe they no longer will or and do you think that this is like okay come on how, how can you enforce this this is like all the many laws that you can't enforce but by making it so harsh maybe they're saying you know what we it's hard to enforce this So we're going to make it so steep, the penalty so steep, that no one's going to risk it. $10,000 and six, can you imagine being in jail for six months? Have you ever been in jail? Uh, I'm, you know, I'm not going to reveal if I have or not, but uh, I haven't. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But you could imagine it would be pretty horrible. I almost got thrown into a a jail in Jamaica, actually, one time. And uh, I had to jump off of a a ship. It was like a yacht that we were on celebrating a wedding. And I got extremely ill, seasick. And at at the end of it, I'm on a Jamaican beach, and they're pointing, uh, the security guards have AK-47s, or they look like really big guns. You know, it's Jamaica. They have this private security and stuff. And it was a private beach. And there I was, you know, I jumped off the boat and so I swam to shore. And there's jellyfish, you know, that, that are, uh, um, they're, oh, no, stingrays. There are stingrays. Because like, the ship's captain was telling, you know, don't do it. No, don't. Come back. Come back. And I'm out there, you know, swimming with the stingrays, vomiting into the ocean. I, I mean, I have really bad motion sickness. And even the Dramamine wasn't working. And, you know, my, my friend, the, uh, the groom, he jumps in after me with a life preserver. Uh, and uh, But I'm fine. I can swim pretty well, even while I'm vomiting. So I do make it to, the, to, the, to the, uh, the the beach. And the security guards have the AK-47s. But they let me go. They let me go. I think it, because, you know, I'm just vomiting. They didn't want to put me. They didn't want to spend any time with me because I'm just, like, vomiting on the beach. They're like, just go, go and uh but besides that it was a beautiful trip and um and i did not end up in jail but my friend he said oh man you do not want to end up in a jamaican jail so have you ever been to jail can you imagine being in jail for six months because some server at a restaurant or your employer or somebody was like "Ah, this looks fake oh this passport this vaccine passport's fake i'm gonna lock up i'm gonna tell the the COVID police, and lock up Bill for six months. I mean, your your employer would just have to hate you to do that to you. What about this? You hear this a man bursts into flames after uh, police use a taser on him. He just burst into uh, spontaneous human combustion. It's a real thing. I guess he reportedly used uh, lots of hand sanitizer. Police tased him, and he just went up. Have you ever heard of this? I, I don't. I don't think it's normal for a taser to cause somebody to spontaneously combust, but it is a real thing. There are cases throughout history of people spontaneously combusting, and now this will be added to that repertoire. Meanwhile, you have uh, hackers are apologizing to the United Arab Emirates, uh, Qatar, and uh, Saudi Arabia uh, royal families. The uh, Conti Hacking group is guaranteeing that any information pertaining to members of Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates and Qatar families will be deleted without any exposure and review. See, they're afraid. This is a report coming out of Vice that these hackers, they hacked the wrong people. You don't want to hack the Saudi royal family or the United Arab Emirates. These people apparently... Send out assassination squads. This is Kingston Country. All right, listen to this. Here's Joe Biden talking down to the American people. This apparently is how Joe Biden really feels about the American people. Listen to this. Like, for example, if I had, if we were all going out and having lunch together and I said, let's ask whoever's in the next table, no matter how what, what restaurant we're in, have, have them explain the supply chain to us. If you can understand what, what we're talking about. They're smart people. The supply chain. Yeah, I think people would understand the supply chain issue, uh, Joe. Most people would. They understand that there's a labor shortage because of the handouts that we gave. People don't want to get back to work. They just sit on their butts. There's no point for them to get back to work because you made it so they don't have to pay rent. You made it so they get these. Non-stop handouts from the government because of COVID, even though there's a labor shortage. Why are we, ha- you know, you, you don't need to keep giving benefits when the jobs are out there and the jobs are out there, especially in the trucking industry. We need logistics. We need people in transportation and they're not working right now they're not working for whatever reason they got sick uh i I guess according to joe biden everybody died because of covid and nobody can can run anything anymore because covid shut everything down that's not what's happening but listen he he continues and and, you know i think part of this is he's projecting because he's an idiot listen listen to him continue why is well, it's backed up because the people who supply the materials that end up being on our kitchen table or in our in, in our, our, family, our our life. Guess what? They close those plants because they have COVID. They close the plants because they had COVID, and that's his explanation. He doesn't understand what's going on. You know, COVID is a very small part of it. Yes. For the semiconductors, you know, I'm a car salesman. I sell cars. We used to have hundreds of cars, hundreds. And at our store, we're down to like 15 new cars. They just stopped coming. And they stopped coming because the semiconductors used for the advanced technology in those cars are made 80, 90% in Taiwan. And Taiwan has that advanced machinery that can create these chips that go in your phones and computers and the cars. And Joe Biden's an idiot. He doesn't understand any of it, but you probably do. And you understand that those, that supply, it's in short supply. And on top of that, you have all these cargo ships that are sitting outside the port. Why? Because there's a labor shortage here in this country. Whatever's happening in Taiwan, maybe they miscalculated a lot of reports are they miscalculated the demand because everybody thought, you know, during COVID, it would not be a lot of people buying cars, phones, laptops. Apparently, though, everybody did buy a lot of cars. As a salesman, I can tell you, we sold a lot of cars during the pandemic, despite what the media will tell you that everybody was afraid and stayed home. A lot of people came and they bought cars, even in California, even in the Bay Area where I sell cars. But they, they miscalculated, and they put down the production. And because of that, they have not been able to ramp back up the production. It, it is like the Manhattan Project to build what they have in Taiwan over here. The manufacturing capability to create these chips, it's like quantum computing. The scale on this th- stuff is just ridiculous, ridiculous. And it, it will be possible... But it will be like a decade-long project to be able to do what they do in Taiwan over in this country. That's why Taiwan is so important. It goes back to uh, China threatening Taiwan. And so, yes, it's related to COVID, but this idea that people are just sick, and this is all because of COVID. No, there's a labor shortage right now. When you have your grandkids years from now asking you, what did you do during the pandemic, Grandpa? during the national labor shortage? Did you take the government handouts? Were you one of the ones taking the COVID assistance and the rent assistance? And were you too afraid to go outside? Was it really scary, Grandpa? What will you tell them? Will you say, no, people were afraid. People were panicked, but not me. Because while it was a risk, I was healthy and I knew I was gonna be okay. Or, you know, I I wasn't the healthiest, you know, but I took the precautions and I lived my life. Because I wasn't going to let no damn virus get in the way. Because we need people to get back to work right now. But you can't keep talking about how dangerous it is to be in public. How dangerous the long haul is symptoms of covid are and expect people to jump back into the labor force the environmental restrictions are also hampering transportation and that's no coincidence you have more regulation you have more restrictions thanks to the democrats kingston country you've been listening to the dan kingston podcast